Welcome to episode number 10 of the Peaceful Power Podcast. I'm Andrea, and today we're going to discuss tips on how to run your first 5K. Sapphire training helps the on-the-go woman feel more energetic, find her inner peace, and become more powerful by creating a fitness lifestyle she loves. So you're thinking about participating in a 5K this for the first time this summer, or maybe it's been a few years. And you're thinking to yourself, can I do this? Am I good enough? Am I going to be the slowest person out there? Well, first of, yes, you can do this. And yes, you're good enough. Plus, who cares if you're not first? If this is on your bucket list, go for it. 5Ks are full of people who train for the event. Some just got roped into it by their significant others. Some decided the day of the race, yeah, let's do this. And others, their trainer told them to. (laughs) So if you want to train a little bit, I'm going to list some tips for how to run that 5K and how to train for it. Um, So remember, a 5K in terms of miles is 3.1 miles. So that's definitely doable. And there's some great apps if you want to keep track of your mileage um, using some apps on your phone. So I want you to follow these tips and you're going to be participating in your first 5K in no time. And notice I didn't say running. Plenty of people walk 5Ks and then run and then walk while others strictly run. So there's no shame in whatever method you choose. So tip number one, sign up for a race. This is the very first thing that you should do before you even start training. Pick a date, stick to it. So that way you're gonna know exactly how many weeks you have before your race and you're gonna have a better chance of training for it. And if you do have a trainer, let them know, hey, this is my race day so they can get you prepped for it as well. Tip two, check out your footwear, so important. So as you can see, I've actually um, done barefoot running before, and that used to be all the rage. Now, is it actually good for you? Mm, The debate's out, not so good for you on the running front. So I'm not suggesting for you to get the toe shoes or even try barefoot running. Um, Personally, I really don't like running in those shoes. I do like those shoes, though, for lifting because you feel a little bit close to the ground. They just don't have enough support um, for myself for running. So you might want to check different options out for running. There's a lot of running stores or race stores that actually have you put on the shoes and have you run or walk on a treadmill so that way they can get your gait and find the shoes that are going to fit you. So if you're going to do a lot of running or if you had injuries in the past, I would highly suggest you um, paying a little bit of extra money to actually get that test done so you can keep injuries away. So tip three, find a running group or a partner. So if you know you're not going to train by yourself, find someone to train with. Plus, training with a friend is always more fun. Um, If there's no good option for you, if you don't have a friend that's into running, uh, try a local group in your community. Meetup.com has a great variety of groups that usually you can find one in your area, or you can always start one. Plus, Facebook is also another great way to connect. If you go onto Facebook and just type in groups in my area for running, you might actually be surprised, and there's some hidden running groups. Um that are in there because I actually found a hidden mom group um, in my area, which I was excited to join. So there's tons of stuff on Facebook if you search out groups in your area for anything that you're looking for. So that's just a little sidebar tip for you. So tip number four, schedule your training. If you fail to put it on your calendar, it's not real. Most people say they're going to work out, but then feel so tired after work. Hit up a happy hour instead. Make sure you put up Put it on your calendar and tell yourself this is a non-negotiable activity. It's scheduled and I need to stick with it. Otherwise, the training date will come and go 
and you're going to be back at happy hour again. Tip five, make sure that you rest. You don't want to train every single day. Make sure when you are planning out your week, you schedule in rest days into your calendar. If you're not currently working out, try to start with three to four days a week of training. And if you're intermediate to advanced, schedule in five to six days a week. Rest days are key so you don't burn yourself out. And that's actually where you're going to do the most benefit to your training is on those rest days. Tip six, train using intervals. Practice running or walking for a minute as fast as you can. Then slow your pace down for a minute, either walking or a slow jog, depending on your, depending on your pace. And repeat that pattern for a total of 10 minutes. If you're just starting your fitness 5K journey, you just want to start slow. So like 10 to 15 minutes is great. Then every week, try to add an additional minute or two. If you're already an intermediate to advanced level, go ahead and do 20 to 30 minutes. Um, if you're an advanced level and running more than three miles, go ahead and go for 45 minutes. Um, intervals are going to help you increase your speed for those who are just starting out, uh, as well as people who are seasoned runners. So intervals are how I trained actually for my half marathon as well. And then as well as some longer race or running days. So make sure that you're getting good variety in there and you don't just run, you know, 3.1 miles and think that's all you need to do. Go ahead and put in some intervals. That's actually going to increase your pace when it comes to race day. Tip seven, practice your race pace at least one time a week. So the three or four weeks leading up to your race, practice your race pace at least once a week. If your goal is to jog or run the entire race, you need to practice that pace. If you have a time goal you want to meet and you need to practice meeting it, make sure that you're combining this with your weekly intervals and putting it into your training schedule so you remember to practice that pace if time is your goal. Tip number eight, race day. You want to arrive early to the race at the suggested time. The check-in booth is typically busy with people if you haven't pre-registered or pre-checked in. Then try to calm yourself down right before the race. Take a mini walk around the area to warm up your body, maybe a light jog, use the bathroom if necessary, and then put a smile on your face. Next, when runners are lining up to run, if you're at the intermediate to advanced pace, you will want to position yourself towards that front or front middle of the pack. This is your first 5K and you know your goal is to walk and run a little, position yourself towards the rear of the pack so you don't start at someone else's pace. You're, if you're going to walk the race, they usually will have you start a little bit behind the runners and the joggers. And then tip nine, the race is complete. Once you've completed the race, grab some water, walk around a little bit so the muscles don't cramp, smile and be proud of all you've accomplished. Even if it's your 20th 5k, it's still something to be proud of. So those are my tips for how to run that first 5k or your first 5k in a long time. Let me know how it goes. Let me know if you sign up for a race. I would love to hear about it. I've been doing Facebook Lives um, about daily. So please hop on there. Let me know if you sign up for a race. I want to cheer you on. I want to support you. So along with that, I also have a new um, workout for your body type freebie gift that's on my website. And that's just right on my homepage at sapphiretraining.com. S-A, the word firetraining.com. And that's got 12 different workouts geared towards getting you um, in shape based on your dosha. So you can learn more about that on my website. So until next time, Andrea.